We begin today the 11th letter in the series of Igeras HaKodesh. Unlike most other letters that are focused on the awesomeness of the mitzvah of tzedakah, this is a very deep letter that is written to inspire us and to enable all of us never to experience bitterness from, God forbid, a lack of any of our physical necessities, and, and, and certainly not to become embittered or depressed because of certain challenges of life in which in our initial experience it appears like we're mamish lacking basic necessities. Now, just to understand that in the Torah, from the Torah's perspective, there are three general physical necessities that we all need and we daven for and we should work for. And they are bane, children, chaye, health and life, umazayna and parnasa, both mazayn and lavush and bias, etc. So says the Alter Rebbe the following, that he begins the letter based on words that we find in Doniel, which are lahaskil chabina, that we are all able to be enlightened through understanding. The Alter Rebbe, in this letter, unlike, very unlike, we learn together in the first section of Tanya, that we, Bainanim, we have a godly soul and we also have an animal soul. And the animal soul naturally has certain desires f- towards the physical world. Some of them are kosher, some of them are not. In order for us to live a life that God wants us to live, we have to all be involved in the avoida of hiskafia. We struggle with our animal, and we learned how that struggle in itself reveals a tremendous amount of godliness in the worlds. This letter is focusing on a whole different path. And the letter is being written to all of us. It's a path that we are all shayach to. Says the Altadeb that the only way to rise above the pain of a lack in Banachayimazoina is that when a person contemplates and understands, as we'll explain in a moment, a certain idea that will empower all of us not to have any desire towards anything that's physical. In other words, that when a person lives a life that all we desire is pure godliness, then no matter what the circumstances, what Hashgacha is bringing our way, it will mamish not make any difference, whether it's revealed good or a temporarily hidden good, because we don't even desire it, and therefore it's not able to pain us if we lack it. And the Altarebbe says these principles, that being that we all have a muna, that the world is continuously being created by God, we call it a creation of yesh ma'ayin, something from ayin, ayin means nothingness, the world comes from God, how dare we call it ayin, because it's coming from a level of godliness, that's chachma, but it's a godly chachma, it's coming from a level of godliness that's so beyond us that we are unable to comprehend it at all. It is the ayin that's continuously present and recreating us at every instant. Says the Alter Rebbe that when a yid contemplates about this day in and day out, they will begin to experience that we are all living in the presence of the king because the king is here creating me this moment. In the presence of the king, there is only light. In the presence of the king, there is only good. Now, since it's coming from God, which is beyond our understanding, sometimes we don't comprehend its light, nor do we experience it. Sometimes we don't comprehend its good, nor do we experience it as good. 
But when a Yid at least arouses step number one, the emuna, that everything is not only for the good, but that everything is mamish good, and that all our desire and all of our focus is only to get godliness, all of our pleasure comes from godliness. When a person lives in that mode, we rise ourselves above all physical pursuits, then the person indeed will not be in pain from a lack. And God willing, tomorrow we will learn that this type of mindset not only will take away the pain of a lack, but step number two, it will actually transform our circumstances and they will become revealed good as we'll learn tomorrow with the help of Hashem.